Hello, good evening. Welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel. And today is Sunday, May 15th. Um, And I hope that you all had a great week. I had a pretty busy week. um, And it's going to be busy for me for like the next couple of weeks. So I definitely will do my best to try to record. I might have to pre-record. I... um, it's official. I'm a gra- I'm graduating. Um, for those who have been like sticking with me throughout these episodes and, and listening, I got my my grade back for the paper. Your girl got a forty nine point five out of fifty. Smart, smart. Okay, and so I got an A on the paper. I got an A in the class. I'm graduating, and actually, I did, I just realized it's funny because. I, um, I, I, I mean, I'm smart, you know what I mean? Like I'm book smart and, you know, common sense and just like, I can navigate through, through things, but I've never been the type of student that like, I got to get A's, you know, like I was never like that in middle school. I wasn't definitely like, the, I was a horrible student in middle school. I'm not even going to lie. My mom can tell you, like <laughs> I stayed having meetings with the teachers and my mom because I just wasn't doing my work, but that's another story. Um, and then in high school, I would say my first like two year, like freshman, sophomore year, I made sure I passed my classes, but I was never like, I got to get on a roll and all that stuff. And then I would say junior year when I went, my mom sent me on the black college tour and that opened my eyes to, you know, this idea that black people do go to college. Like there's a whole school of black people going to college and the importance of college. And, And from there, when I came back, I made it a goal to start getting A's and B's and I did for like a semester well a a semester or two I know I got honor roll one time um and then after that I was like you know still making sure I did really well my senior year the the first half of senior year and uh so I can get into college and then once I got into colleges the last semester I still kind of was just like all right I'm graduating whatever like I made sure I still passed my classes but I wasn't as strenuous but my point is that when I got to college, again, I wasn't really an A student, you know what I mean? I just kind of was just going through the motions and, you know, making sure I passed, but um, I didn't really focus on trying to get all these great grades. And so when I decided to go to grad school, I definitely decided that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to pay out of pocket. I've said that a couple of times on the episode and I've, I've, made, I've stuck to that promise. Um, I think one semester I had did get help from um, my grandmother, so definitely appreciative of that. She helped me pay for one class, and then another time I got a scholarship, like a like a grant. I got a grant for one class, so definitely those that was helpful. But overall, I paid for my way through grad school, and then the other promise I said was I was gonna get all A's, and I definitely stuck to that except for one class. He gave me a B plus. I might be going to talk about it, but whatever. He, he was doing too much with that. Anyway, so long story short, I've kept a good GPA. So I, I've had, I don't, I, they didn't, I, my teacher, he just submitted the grades on Friday. So they haven't like tallied up everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like on your um, transcript, but 
before that I had a 3.7. So I'm assuming I'm going to be having like a three, it's not going to be a 4.0. I don't think it's going to be like a three point something. Right. So any long story short, I found out when they sent, when I bought my cap and gown, remember I bought that late, but I got it. I'm we're good with that. Um, they sent me like all these stuff with it. Like in, in one of them, one of the things they sent was a gold tassel. So long story short, today, I like the other day, I found out that that means that I graduate, I'm graduating with honors. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew I had a, G, a GPA, but I didn't even know I was graduating with honors. And it's like, I never, again, like I said, I wasn't that student who, you know, I've got to be the valedictorian or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, as long as I'm getting out of this, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a dummy. I, I do what I got to do, but I'm not going to sweat it, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's just kind of cool to, 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 you know, stick to the promise that I made to myself to not only pay for school, but do well throughout it. This was despite all the stuff that happened to me, I still never let myself get, um, below, you know, a, a grade level. So, um, or a GPA, whatever. Um, so anyway, I lost my train of thought what I was trying to go with that. But, oh, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm graduating. Long story short. <laughs> so, next Sunday, I graduate. And then after that, I got a couple of trips and stuff like that planned. So, uh, I'm like I said, I'm going to try to make, do my best to try to record um, as many episodes as I can throughout that time. But bear with me if, if not. Because it is, like, holiday time. You know, it's going to be Memorial Day weekend. And I'm also going away for work purposes and then after that I'm going to Philly um the following weekend so I like I said I'll do my best if not I'm definitely thinking about doing a a live Instagram live and then also a TikTok live um because I am you know utilizing TikTok I'm trying to utilize it I definitely appreciate so far the love that I've gotten on TikTok I've seen my numbers increase for the podcast so I'm definitely going to stick with it um and yeah, if you haven't already and you have TikTok, follow me on TikTok at Black Hippie Lounge. So I'll definitely appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram as well at Black Hippie Lounge. And yeah, so today I want to talk about a topic. Um, I feel like it would only make sense for me to talk about it considering this is a podcast that is focused on um, Black health care. You know, um, I do say it is on Black mental health, but I also include health as well just any forms of health um it doesn't have to be just for black people this the information i'm going to give but my focus is black people so just to be able to give uh black communities uh and listeners more information regarding their health and the things that they might need to know so for those who are familiar with and maybe not you know familiar with what's going on that right now there's a lot going on revolving abortion laws and just you know what women can do with our our bodies and um it's quite interesting that the people that are trying to decide these things are older white men who don't have vaginas who can't get pregnant you know so it's it's yeah it is what it is it's america (laughs) that's all that's all that equates to good old america because uh Stay trying to tell somebody what they need to do instead of worrying about yourself, right? So that's what this episode will be called. Worry about yourself. Abortion is none of your business, okay? So 
we're gonna get into it so this will be an episode where i'm definitely gonna spit out a lot of like research information but also give my opinion on things but i just wanted to share what i found um with research and you know inform someone on what's going on if you're not familiar with what's going on right so currently so i will be reading off like notes too which usually i don't do i feel like i usually do freestyle but for this i definitely want to make sure i'm giving the information so i before i get into it i if you don't know i'm i'm completing my master's in healthcare administration and i actually wrote my paper on the disparities between black and white women in childbirth and maternal health and that's just been a really big focus for me and interest for me is um the way at which black women are treated within healthcare i'm very much a big advocate of you know um black women and men being able to go to doctors that look like them and having people look out for them and their health right because for years centuries you know it's just been within our history that we when it comes to healthcare, we just we as a race tend to not be able to trust um the healthcare system and those people who work within healthcare. obviously every doctor isn't bad and every you know healthcare um provider is is out to get you but history also shows that they haven't also been like really having our backs like that right and so a lot of if you think about you know that um tuskegee experiment alone like you know um basically killing off a bunch of black people you know and exposing them to um a deadly disease so and that plus other things, you know, you think about the AIDS epidemic and all those other things that have gone on. So um, it's, a, it's a long history within the United States of just basically not treating black people the way that we should be treated. And that's just within healthcare. I, I'm not even going to get into everything else because you already know. So what uh, my focus what, of going to school and what I want to do is I want to have just from being as a woman um not really growing up having the experience of having a black um black female doctor uh for matern like not maternity but for women's health uh gynecologist um it's like a you have to do a mad hunt to find a black gynecologist and for me i prefer to have i prefer to have a black doctor for every form of healthcare, but especially gynecology. Um, just because I feel that it, that makes me most comfortable being with a woman who looks like me, who has the same, maybe not the same exact body as me, but would be able to understand my body type and, you know, how things interfere with that or, um, why certain things might happen to me that might not happen to a, a white woman my age as well, right? So, and it's just, I don't know, it's just for me, it's just a comfort level. I feel always way more relaxed and more comfortable um, going to those appointments when I have a doctor um, that is black. And so I want to open a clinic um, that can staff, it's all black and brown staff, um, to have like a, a women's maternal health 
uh, clinic. So the clinic would kind of be not just for, you know, childbirth uh, or like providing maternal ser- maternity services, like, you know, helping with deliveries. So like, um, midwives and, and doulas, but also just like women's health in general, like pre-pregnancy things, like making sure that, um, that women have access to, um, birth control if that's something that they choose even though I I'm not going to get into it but my ideas on birth control um it's a tough topic to discuss because there's so many different factors um that there are benefits to it but there's also a lot of like things that it can do wrong to your body but that's not what the topic is today. So, uh, the, my idea for the staffing of that health center would just be all focused on black women's health and, um, being a resource sort of like a plan, like, okay, if you're familiar with Planned Parenthood, how, you know, they're supposed to give out like condoms and give information to people about how to prevent pregnancy, but also how to take care of yourself. Um, you know, during pregnancy. So my, my idea for my health center would be again, all black staff. And I want to provide services for pre-pregnancy, uh, care during your pregnancy. And then after your pregnancy as well. And, um, the paper that I just did was again, like I said, it's the disparities between black and white women, um, within childbirth, but also a lot of the research was just information that I found of how something I already knew as a black woman, but how um, black and brown women don't have this the, the access to resources and health care to to help them like with prenatal care you know like taking prenatal pills or um you know making sure that they go to their visits to make sure that the baby is doing okay and make sure they're doing testing so i want to have a sent those types of uh services available in a lo- in a um in a facility that is based in a environment or um, community that is heavily black and brown right so having that to be able to have access to it without having to worry about travel but also going to a place where you know like you can go there and people don't look like you and they're going to understand you and they're going to know where you come from and how to interact with you and make you feel safe um and you know make sure you get the pe- the best care and also have like other language services not like oh we have to you know you know use like a computer system or whatever to talk to you because we don't speak the language like no we're going to have people that look like you who talk like you as well um so i think that would be pretty cool and so that's my my goal um to to do to make that um type of services and type of facility so that's why this type of topic is is something that is I'm passionate about because again like I said I wrote a whole like what 60 page paper on it even though you know I was kicking and screaming about it but once I got into it 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 definitely is something that I want to talk about and I want to be involved in and um fulfill that goal but that kind of is another reason why I chose to, you know, research this topic. So I'm, like I said, I'm going to read off some notes and, and discuss it and, and go from there. And I definitely, if you feel like, um, you have some opinions or you want to, you know, ask me questions or anything, please feel free to, you know, contact me on um, Instagram or 
um, TikTok or whatever, and, and we can talk about it um, because it's definitely a topic that is important. And I feel like it's not just about women knowing about it; men should know it too. Because there's, I'm sure there's some type, of, there's some woman in your life who, you know, could benefit from these the services as well. So. Like I said, the topic, the episode is going to be called Worry About Yourself. Abortion is none of your business, right? So I just thought about something before I even get into it. You know, some people might not know what abortion is. I No judgment. So I'm going to give you the, the definition of abortion. Hold on one second. <laughs> um, I want to make sure I give like the correct definition. So abortion is the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Okay, so keep that in mind. All right, so here are my notes. So currently there is a draft of a majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito that would strike down Roe versus Wade, right? So Roe versus Wade was for those who might not know it was a landmark decision of the u.s supreme court that ruled the constitution of the u.s would protect a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction this was um decided january 22nd 1973 now it was decided then but it was originally like proposed and then they were against it and overturned and then they had to they finally came to the decision in january 22nd 1973 so i actually wrote another paper about abortion laws um during my grad school um uh career um not last semester but like two semesters ago um it, again, it, like it just shows you, it's something that I've been passionate about. Not necessarily abortion, but just women's women's health and um, maternity, like maternal health. Um, I'm very big on that. So, if you again, like I said, I gave you the information about Roe versus Wade. If you're not familiar with it, and you know, don't just go off of what I read to you. Like, make sure you read up on it because it's like I said, it's an important topic um, that every one should know about not just for women it's not just a woman's issue right so there were arguments of the role of morals and religious views and the political sphere um regarding um abortion and, and during the roe versus weight right so this decision involved when it came to the roe versus wade this whole thing started out because um the decision involving the case of Norma McCorvey. Um, she was known as Jane Roe within the court. That's how the Roe versus Wade. Um, and Wade was, um, crap, I, I definitely wrote a paper on this, so I should know. <laughs> um, Roe versus Wade, I believe that was just against the, um, the like opposing attorney but hold on I want to make sure I, I got the right info um bear with me <sighs> yeah yeah it was the um the opposing attorney so uh, like I said the decision involved that woman Norma McCurvey McCorvey, I think that's how you say it. Um, but she, this was in 1969. 
she became pregnant with her third child and she wanted an abortion, but she lived in Texas where abortion was and still is illegal unless um, you have one for a a necessity to save the mother's life. So her lawyers filed a lawsuit to the U.S. federal court um, that Texas's abortion laws were unconstitutional. And so it was, like I said, eventually passed in January um, 22nd, 1973, right? But it had like some stipulations to it because they didn't just say, oh, you, you could just get an abortion, whatever. It was like a certain time frame that you had to do. I believe it was like within three three trimesters on my that um but it was very early on like if you didn't there's like there was like a cutoff time so you know and the issue with that is like <laughs> there's so many issues with that the issue with that is like who are you to tell someone what they can and can't do with their body also when it comes to being pregnant it's not as black and white as it seems it could you know like Yes, we as women, you should pay attention to your body, right? But if you've never been pregnant before, you might not actually know that you're pregnant. That happens quite often. And you could go the first three months without knowing that you're pregnant, right? Because if you are, you know, someone who doesn't have regular periods, then if you miss a period or two, you might just be like, all right, it's no big deal, you know? So... And you can also get your period while you're pregnant. So it's not, like I said, if you're, you think about it, you know, as a woman, this is for maybe for guys who might not understand what I'm, what understand how it could be like that. Um, if you get your period, we've always been taught like, all right, your period equals you're not pregnant. So if you keep getting your period, why would you take a pregnancy test? I know I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I would be like, all right, I'm good. You know, like, I'm good for the month. You know, I'm not saying that, <laughs> you know, like you should be gambling every month, but I'm just saying like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I'm sorry. Like I'm, if I get my period, I'm more so, I'm the type of person that I hate getting my period. So I'm just going to be in misery and not misery, but I'm just like, oh, I'm ready for this to be over. I'm not thinking, oh, let me take a pregnancy test because I still could be pregnant, whether I'm sexually active or not. Like, you know, the period means you're not pregnant, you know? So um, that my point to that is that a woman could get their period and not take the test because they're thinking they're not period, they're not pregnant, but they could actually be pregnant. And then if you've, based on the way that was um, in 1973, once you miss the mark, you can't, get an abortion right and what if you didn't want to be pregnant and now you're past the time and now you're kind of forced in a space where you either you're just gonna have to have the baby um or you can go try to have an illegal abortion which could lead to so much problems right health problems death um infection all of these things right uh you can actually probably get arrested for that too so that that's what you have right so it was the Roe versus Wade was reevaluated in 1992 during the Planned Parenthood versus Casey um, case, where the court decided that a woman's right to choose to have an abortion is constitutionally protected, but abandoned. They 
is protected, but they abandoned the original ruling that was in 1973 um, and put it in favor of a standard based on fetal viability and overruled the strict scrutiny for abortion, right? So they kind of basically expanded um, the rules uh, to allow it to be a little bit more easier for a woman to get abortion. Still, to me, based on that research, it sounds like there were still some stipulations regarding it, but you could, you could have an abortion and it was a little bit more expen- expanded, you know, as far as like what that falls under. And so fast forward to, to like May 2nd, 2022, um, there was a leaked draft from justice Samuel Alito, um, that was exposed showing that the Supreme court is prepared to overturn Roe the Roe and Casey case, uh, with a pending final decision on Dobbs versus Jackson women's health organization. It's funny. I actually remember that Dobbs versus Jackson because that was a part of the paper that I wrote, but anyway, Dobbs versus Jackson women's health organization is a pending U S Supreme court case about the constitutionality of a 2018 Mississippi state law that bans most abortion operations after the first 15 weeks of pregnancy. All right. So I'm going to give more facts, but I just kind of want to die, you know, dissect what I just read. So basically what we have is like 1973, this lady wants to get abortion. She lives in Texas. It's not possible there. She, I think what happened was she like went, she either tried to go to another state and then you couldn't do it because she wasn't a like a a resident of the state so that's why she was going against texas because you know they they weren't allowing her to do what she needs to do what she felt she needs to do with her body and then she technically wins right but then there's some stipulations with it and then 1992 it's brought the same situation is brought again and now they kind of like extend it but it's still there's some stipulations with it and now we have in 2022 uh everything is being reevaluated and potentially like overturning all of it right to to ban it completely and so there's a lot of states that are like gung-ho with that and and all about trying to tell you know women that basically you can't get an abortion at all right and so um when it comes to to getting an abortion it's not necessarily again women's health, women's bodies, you know, it's not all, it's not black and white. It can't be right. Because everybody has different situations and getting an abortion. I feel like at least when I was growing up, um, the idea behind it was like, Oh, it's always because of an unplanned pregnancy. And you just kind of like, you want to go get rid of the baby and then go on about your life. And that's not always the case. It could be you know, you might want to get an abortion because yeah, maybe you just don't want the baby, right? Or maybe you have some health issues that, that are going to impact your baby or you and and potentially could lead to death because that's something that happens. You know, um, there's different forms of pregnancies where if the, if the baby, if the fetus is like outside of the uterus, like I believe it's called an ectopic um, pregnancy, it could impact the baby and the woman, the mom could die. Right. So that's why it could be like an emergency, uh, abortion that they, I mean, they don't call it an abortion in the hospital, like when they do the procedure, but basically essentially that's what it is, right. Saving the, the mom's life. And so, 
it could be that or it could be because you know what you you did get raped and you know it's you got raped and you might have gotten pregnant from it and like it's just it blows my mind how people can sit there and tell someone you know you should keep the baby or you know or have the audacity to try to tell a woman that she's wrong for not wanting to keep the baby especially in that instance because that's so traumatic it's like two traumas on top of each other and then you got some rando trying to tell you like oh you're wrong and you're a bad person you know for for doing what you feel is best for you and that's just one form of it there's so many reasons why a a woman might want to get um an abortion but the point is like mind your business that that's just the that's just the the, you know the main the main the main point of it mind your business you don't get to tell somebody what they need to do with their body. Worry about your own. Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. That's like my answer to it. Somebody's going to ask me, oh, what do you think it has? Whatever somebody else is doing, that don't got nothing to do with me. If she's not, I don't have, She. we don't share the same vagina. We don't share the same uterus. So what does that have to do with me? If I, if, it just doesn't have anything to do with you. And the same thing for a man especially a man. That's what's blowing my mind. These men who are trying to tell women, oh, you shouldn't have an abortion. You you shouldn't like, just, I'm going to, I'm going to say it quite often in the episode, worry about yourself. If it's one thing people have, it's the audacity. (laughs) How are you going to tell somebody what they should be doing with their body? Right. Um, if you don't approve of it, that's good that's your that's your problem like that that's not gonna stop the person from doing what they feel they need to do for their body if I if if a woman has an abortion it does not impact you directly uh, at least your body directly now if it's some if it's a situation where it's like you know the guy's in a relationship with her then that's a little bit different but we're not talking about that we're talking about strangers like random people trying to tell other people what they should and shouldn't do with their body that's just wrong out the gate to me like this is all personal opinion you can have whatever opinion you want and just a sidebar if you want to respond to this episode and you know have healthy conversation that's not a problem but you're not gonna I guess (laughs) I want to be nice about it I said what I said and I'm gonna say what I say and I'm gonna feel what I feel and that's just what it is. I'm not a feminist by any standard. Um, I, I'm i in support of black women. Um, I'm in support of black people. Um, and that's just what I do. I, I always want to support my people. And so I want to give the information that I can. And um, if, if it's going to help someone. And I'm always going to be in support of are are people getting the best resources and care and stuff like that so if a woman needs if a black woman old young whatever needs to get feels like they need an abortion do what you gotta do i would never turn my nose up on somebody doing that because i don't know their life i don't know what's going on all i would want is for you to be safe you know what i'm saying like that's what i would say is just make sure you're being safe and make sure it's something that you really want to do if it's the best do what's best for you you know that's just my opinion on that so to give back to it 
I said about the Dobbs versus Jackson, right? Um, so in 2018, it was like a, a, a law in Mississippi. And so um, now they're basically just trying to, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard, like there's like protests and stuff um, going on where people are just fighting against it. And um, fighting again, when I say fighting against it, fighting against this idea of not allowing women to have a, a, an abortion. And so currently there's 31 states that have introduced legislation banning abortion. There are seven states that have passed at least one legislative chamber, including Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, Florida, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Um, so that, that means that they've basically passed one legislative chamber to, you know, ban abortion in those states. And then there are 30 states um, that are considering measures that would protect and expand access to an abortion. So there are 30 states um, that are for abortion, or when I say for abortion, like they're for protecting um, the right to have one, right? And so... Um, it's a it's a heavy topic you know um and it's in my opinion not really again like I said it's not I don't understand the whole like what's the argument because it's something that is a choice if someone wants to do it offer it do it and go on about your life it has nothing to do with you directly right because if a woman you know, gets an abortion that doesn't directly impact your, your actual life, at least your body, like a woman getting an abortion isn't going to impact my body. Um, so it's not my, it's not my opinion to be giving about what, what she does with her, with her body. Right. And so not even just in the case of abortion, it's just a topic that's been for years is like, men trying to tell women what they should and shouldn't do with their bodies and um you know that's a topic that is heavily always discussed I feel like on podcasts and stuff nowadays and just in social media and in entertainment and just in the government and um and everyday conversation and I I never will understand it I never will understand why you are telling someone what they should and shouldn't do with their body, and especially uh, as a woman. And I'm not saying that women, you know, are higher or anything than men, but it's like, bro, you do you know what it's like to have a period? No, you don't. <laughs> like, do you know what it's like to be pregnant? No, you don't. It's it's just it's a lot. Like the woman's body, we go through a lot and obviously everyone hasn't experienced pregnancy but like i mean every woman has experienced a period and that's not everyone's periods different and you know it's not an easy thing and and it's like it's funny because i was thinking about that the the my last cycle like i'm really on my cycle but i'm at work and that might be like oh what's the big deal let me explain. It's like, you understand that like, when a woman is on her cycle, we are losing blood. So it's like her body is literally like, we're losing blood while still doing everyday day to day things, you know, and we're supposed to just 
float along like everything is all set and like we're not supposed to be you know it, when you when you're in pain because of cramps and it's like oh you know uh I, I, and again it's not all guys but like sometimes you i i know i've experienced that where a guy will try to like downplay that and it's like if you don't if you're not experienced if you've never experienced it yourself it's none of your business <laughs> worry about yourself because it's like you don't know what it's like firsthand you know that's it can be very painful there are yeah there are women who don't really experience bad pregnancies or they don't experience um like tough periods but then there are women who really do and in like it is painful it is painful and so um i just think when it comes to those kind of topics and uh, about a woman's body <coughs> and a man's body too but we're talking about women it's just my, in my opinion, it's best to just worry about yourself and mind your business because you don't have to put yourself in a position where you have to defend something that can be, and defend an opinion that could be viewed as negative um, because it, it can be viewed as negative. Telling someone that, you know, downplaying their feelings or downplaying what they're going through, um, it's not, it's not right. And, you know, we'll have to see, I guess, as time goes on, what's going to happen with this whole abortion thing. And, um, now that, that, that Kate, that, um, document was leaked and, you know, what the Supreme court is, is trying to do with all that about overturning stuff and everything. Um, we just have to, I guess, let things play out, but if you can like do your research and, um, you know, do, like I said earlier, do what you have to do, (laughs) you know, like, and honestly, it's none of any, like I said, it's none of anybody's business. If you have an abortion, you don't need to go tell somebody, you don't, you like when you're, if you have, if you had an abortion, whether it recently or years ago, whatever, and you start dating somebody like, if, I don't know, like, I just don't think it's any, it's, it's not their business, you know? And if they, if that's something that's going to be like a deal breaker for them, then let that be, let that be on them. Like, you know, like you don't know what someone's gone through and you don't unless you're in that person's body you can't tell them what's right and wrong regarding their health um I guess that's my main point is like you can't just I I just don't think it's right and I think that the fact that we're every few years or whatever discussing the same topic it's very um idiotic to me because it, it's not changing. Like a woman's body isn't going to change. Like we're, you know, thank you, Eve. Uh, we always going to get a period. We're always going to be the only one. Well, maybe not always. Cause they trying to do this whole thing where maybe, maybe men can have a baby. I don't know, but t- uh, typically it's the woman having the baby. Right. And so we have to go through those things. Our bodies have to go through those things. So it's like, that's not something that we can control, but since we are the ones who have to deal with it, why, why is it such a a problem for some people, for some guys and some women too, of what a woman is doing with their body? Again, I reiterate, why, why does what I'm doing to my body, how is that impacting you? You can't, you can't give me an answer because there isn't one. It doesn't, it doesn't impact you. Not directly. 
again, like I said, it's different with relationships and stuff like that. But even that, you still have to, it's all, I I feel it all comes down to respecting other people and their bodies, respecting people's bodies, right? Because even if it was a situation where a, a man was with a woman or, you know, whatever, there's a relationship and it's like, okay, the woman got pregnant and she doesn't want the baby, right? It doesn't have to be about rape or anything like that. It's just, I'm pregnant. I don't want a baby right now, or I don't want a baby with you or whatever. Right. And so I'm going to get an abortion. It's not the guy can be against it, but there's nothing that you really can do about that because it's her body, right? Because she's going to be the one who has to carry the baby for nine months or plus, and she's going to be the one who has to go through, um, the, the, the delivery and all that stuff and you know whatever that's going to do to her body because everybody's different so it's like even if you're against it you can't really tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body I guess that's my point it's like the fact that we have to like go to the courts and let's discuss this and let's figure it out like what are you figuring out there's nothing to figure out it's either hey this is a service that is necessary for whatever reason give it to the women and go on about your life. It's really not that complicated to me, you know? Um, so I feel like when it's, when it's people like, Oh, let's discuss this. Let's, that's, you know, right or wrong. It's, it's no, it's about control. And it's about, um, you know, good old American fashion of trying to see how you can, you know, shift the system to, um, hold people back right because when you're when you're taking away this service and this ability to have abortion then you're telling people that you have to have your baby no matter what right so you're putting you're causing trauma because again it could be if it was if it's rooted in rape now you are traumatizing this woman to have to go through pregnancy and mentally physically emotionally spiritually you know have all this trauma that's gonna impact the baby which is gonna come out and that that's that's a whole nother situation because if she keeps the baby she might mistreat the baby and now you got an innocent baby being mistreated because the woman didn't have a choice to do what she wanted to do in the first place and yes it would suck if you know she didn't have the baby but um that's her choice right because of of whatever reasoning it is and so it's not for you to tell someone like oh you need to do this right and so uh I guess my point at the end of the day with this episode is is do your research and if you know women you know if there's women in your life tell them what's up you know be there for them you don't have to be like hey did you have an abortion have you ever had an abortion like that's none of your business I'm not saying that I'm just saying be there to support someone with whatever it is they do and if they want to share that with you don't be judgmental because that's something that probably is going to be like tough to share with someone because it is such a touchy subject, <laughs> not just because within society, but just for the woman herself. It's a trauma. You know what I mean? That's a heavy decision to make and you can't go backwards on it. So um, I guess my point with this episode is like be supportive and do your research and, you know, be there for the women in your life and other women and you know, let's just like stay in the know about what's going on with this and hope for the best. Right. Um, and I will try to share on my page. There's a video. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's, it's funny. You know, it's not, this topic's not funny, but it's funny because the video is like this guy, he was at a rally and, um, 
the reporter or whatever, she's like, oh, she's, she, she's like, so there's a difference between pro-life and like uh, pro-abortion. So, boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Pro-life is like basically those people who are like, oh, you shouldn't have an abortion, whether it be because of like a religious view or just a political view. And and then there's also pro, um, pro-abortion. So they support people having the ability to have an abortion. And so the guy is pro-abortion. The lady who's the reporter, she's pro-life. She's against it. And she's like, oh, trying to like argue or ask the guy like why he's out there. And so he's like trying to explain to her with an example. He's like, so if the woman is raped and whatever, you'll see when I post it. But so basically the lady, the, the, the woman who's against abortion, she like tried to like to give him this answer that he didn't like. So he like does this like stance and he sticks his tongue out and then he kicks her. He does like a roundhouse kick. It's funny to me. It's funny. Um, so uh, I'm going to try to share that on the Instagram too, just so you can get a, get a laugh. But at the end of the day, it's obviously a touchy subject. Um, but you know, that's life, you know, life is all about the ups and downs and, um, you know, you gotta try to find, you know, the, the laugh and stuff. So I hope this episode was helpful. Um, like I said, if you want to talk about the topic, feel free to hit me up and we can definitely talk about it. Even if you want to be a guest and we can talk about it, that's fine too. But, um, in conclusion, like I said, episode, worry about yourself. Um, I'm about to hit my maximum time. So, um, gonna be mindful of that. So I hope that this topic, I uh, hope this episode was helpful. Hope you learned a lot of information, do your own research if you would like to, um, stay in the know. Um, and you know, I, I just, this has off topic of this, but definitely, um, talking about news, just that recent shooting within the, um, grocery store, the black grocery store where the, uh, white guy came in and just shot up those people. Um, definitely rest in peace to those people and just be, it's just be alert, man. Cause people crazy, you know, and this is just so much going on and be just, my advice is just be alert, be alert to what's going on where you live and your surroundings and also be alert in this, in the, in society, as far as like knowing what's going on, everything isn't Instagram and Twitter or whatever. Right. Cause yeah, you can get information from there, but make sure you know what's, make sure you know what's going on because these are the times when they do stuff like when events like that happen and then they distract you from this random law that was passed and how, you know, it, it's impacting your life. So pay attention. That's what my thing is just right now is just pay attention. And, um, I am your host Chanel. This is black hippie lounge. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the podcast. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on TikTok. all those uh, apps, sites, whatever you want to call it is the same name. It's at black hippie lounge, B L A C K H I P P I E L O U N G E. I don't know why I paused. I thought I misspelled it, but <laughs> it's black hippie lounge. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Uh, hold on, hold on. Completely off topic, but I got to see something real quick. I just want to 
see what's the what's the score oh okay um anyway um <laughs> uh yeah black hippie lounge and like always meditate manifest invest in you thank you for listening please share and take care of yourself and worry about yourself meditate manifest invest in you join me on my spiritual journey as i elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally physically and spiritually thank you for listening this is black hippie lounge and i am your host chanel